guys and gals, welcome to the Oxford Holy Club, a place where we ready ourselves to give an answer for the hope that's in us. We will also try to answer your questions, random questions from the interwebs, and have some fun too. So put some seatbelts on your ears because we're in for a wild ride. Well, hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Oxford Holy Club. My name is Brad Silliker. My name is Lucas Candy. I'm Andrew Beckwith. <laughs> And I am Matthew Barber. Oh, guys. Hey, nice to see you all. We're going to get through a few different things before we get into the episode. Um, Welcome to episode 96, Deconstructing Deconstruction. Uh, Probably the best name we've ever had. Deconstructing Deconstruction. You'll find out all about that in a little bit. I want to let you know, though, if you want to know more about this podcast, who we are and what we're all about, you can go to our website, octorholyclub.com. From there, you can find us on all the social medias. If you want to send us a message, if you want to browse the merch, all that stuff, just go to our website. It's right there. Another thing I want to mention very quickly is if you can help us get this podcast out to all the people by sharing it, make sure that you like the Oxford Holy Club Facebook page so that you get notified when we do go live. But also once we're live and it's happening, click the share button. Thank you, Krista, for sharing the stream just like that. Just follow Krista's lead and click that share button and it will help get this, whatever this is out to the masses. And don't forget for those that are watching by, uh, by video that if you stay tuned, there is an afterglow once the episode proper ends. Oh, you're going to do one. Oh, buddy. I asked you at the very beginning if you checked the notes before, we ever, the notes. before we ever started. I just like jazz. It's free form. It's free form. Yeah. Hello, Scott. Welcome. Nice to see you, my man. Got it. Um, so that's it. I'm pretty sure I've mentioned everything. Don't forget, though, that the audio of this episode will come out um, no later than tomorrow by lunchtime as well. It'll be available on YouTube for people to watch. And you can also uh, like it and subscribe and share and all that type of thing. Now, I have been trying to get this going for, uh, it feels like forever. And so I put it at the front end of the episode, gentlemen, so that there was no way I, I could miss that. it. And we're yeah. doing a... There, the graphics gone. We're doing nice. a super fight, Matt. Uh, this absolute is my, my favorite most hated segment. Matt, uh, why would we use why it? We, why would we use start that fashion. the show? Why Matt. are we starting the show like this? You use that energy, Matt. If it if it if it fuels your I hate creativity. This. Can I just be the judge? We Matt, we know that you're always in a state of judgment. Would you and judging? Are you ready? Andrew, can you uh, edit the notes for us as we get rolling with our super fight? Sure. Goodness. Rats first. All right. So for those of you that aren't aware, we'll tell you very quickly, we're basically going to draw from a deck of cards right here that have different superheroes and their abilities. And each of us get a superhero and two random abilities, and then we fight and just argue about why we should win. There will be a 30-second timer that goes down on the screen. Gentlemen, I'll let you know when uh, when it's nearing. You'll also hear an audio cue so that you know when your time is up. And uh, people in chat can decide. No one checks the notes. Karen Barkley's very concerned that no one checks the notes. Karen gets it. Yeah. Gets it. Well, I don't know if she gets it or if she's concerned. <laughs> All right, fire off some uh, stats at us so, here. So here we go. Okay, whoa, 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 whoa. I want to be able to see you draw from the deck. Oh, that. Th- how many yeah. times have we done this and now you're Big calling? Big super fight conspiracy going on. All right, I am a, I'm a moose. Okay. Oh, that's a sweet one. That's yeah, a good start. It's a good base platform. Okay. I'll get jello. I'm a moose that can hold my breath forever. Oh. Look, an now, look now Matt's in, he's jealous. <laughs> oh no have you ever seen a moose in the wild and i, sh- and I shoots glitter guys shoots glitter. I, shoots glitter. I, I shoots glitter sound like right, Thelma, uh, didn't Thelma have a strong unicorn. ending but uh there you go yeah okay who am i going right, up I'm against next. i'm up against andrew all right andrew you yeah. sir are a giant squid yes. it's amazing <laughs> this. It's haven't a- you been giant squid before it- no or i, I might have been it's amazing that the two of us legs. have met to fight mm. Yeah. All right, you are a giant squid who's really hangry. Ooh. <laughs> oh, good really good. hangry. That's your motivation. Uh, and finally, hey Nathan, I want to say hey to Nathan for tuning in watching and uh, also cousin? our buddy Mike. <laughs> and uh, finally, your hands 
are glued to your hips. You're screwed. <laughs> you're so screwed. <laughs> Well, I don't you have got eight any, hands because you're a squid. I don't have any superpowers. Although technically yeah, you could say you have no hands, so you're, you yeah, have all your that. squid I'm going to use that. All right, so should we, should we draw the other guys now or wait till after? No, don't Let's give do – we one. shouldn't – we shouldn't have time to think about it any more than you do. <laughs> fair enough. That's true. That's fair. I like that. All right. I like that. So the so timer. 20 seconds. I've got, I've given you 30. Ready, Andrew? And your time begins Wait, wait, wait. I'm going now. first. <laughs> okay. Well, oh man, so much pressure. I don't know how to fight a moose that can hold its breath underwater. I'm going to channel my inner hangry and I am going to uh, swim as fast as I can out of the water, jump onto land, and just giant squids, like, belly flop the moose. And that's all I got. I can't believe we're starting the show with this. Uh, Okay. (laughs) I'm sorry that you did not hear that media source there, Andrew. Um, Did did you hear anything? You should have. No, we didn't hear anything. Uh, Okay. Well, we'll see what happens. All right. So here comes my time now. First impressions. Uh, first impressions are everything. So th- what I'm going to do, I'm a moose and I can hold my breath and I shoots glitter. I'm going to shoot my glitter all up in your eyes and you can't cut, you can't wipe the glitter away from your eyes because your hands are, t- are glued to the side of you. Not your only sprinkles. that, have you ever seen how tough a moose is? They take out vehicles, people, vehicles. And so I'm going to charge you and I'm going to pin you and I'm going to kick you and I'm going to do everything all while your hands are glued and your eyes are glittered. Moose. <laughs> Absolutely, fantastic. So now people, now people in the chat can vote as to if, whether it's a glue squid or glitter moose uh, for the victory. That's right. Uh, let's see. I if if you're feeling okay, listen. Okay. Oh, that was me. I, how did it? Oh, yeah, I forgot. Okay, that one was me. <laughs> There's just well, a col- just a game, collective. This game's so much pressure. Like I don't even care if I lose. It's like just a sigh of relief. To be done. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. I'm going to try right. to get back to. So next up will be me all against right, Matt. Up. All right. That was me. I, how did it? Oh, yeah, I forgot. Okay, that one was me. <laughs> uh, it was just, well, a, col- just game, a collective so much- mute. All right. Sorry, guys. Oh, Nathan gives me a vote. Squid. Yeah, we got a squid vote. We got a squid vote. Of course, you, for Squidward. Listen, if you knew Nathan, you wouldn't be bragging about that. He's the most contrary person you've ever met in your life. <laughs> All right, we got to <laughs> we got to we got to move. We got to stick and move here. Stick and move. We got Scott coming right. in with glitter always wins. Matt, you voted for me, and mm-hmm. Nathan's got one vote for Andrew. So Andrew, by process of well, the voting, you sir, your giant squid has lost. I don't see Scott's uh, comments, so it doesn't count. All right, so <laughs> now let's get a fight going between Lucas and Matt. That's what we're all, all right. here for. All right. What am I? First. All right, Lucas, are you first? I'll go first, yeah. Here, okay. here comes, and Lucas, you are an Apache warrior. All right, oh. good start. I quit. All right. Uh, <laughs> Don't worry, he'll have like hot dog fingers or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you Too can. Close to home. This is weird. You can kill with a kiss. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to see what I am. That may have been an alpaca warrior. And you are armed with dynamite. Oh wow. So you want to keep me far away at all costs is what you're what we're wow. saying. Wow. Yeah, but you're good at close combat and far back combat. That's all right, true. Matt. This sucks. Let's see. I hope I get a real dud. Let's see what you get. <laughs> Hulk. 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 Okay. Ooh, We've seen how dynamite doesn't work on him. Yowza. Oh, and you're riding a, and I get to draw another character for you from the deck. <laughs> oh, no. If that moose came back up, that would be <laughs> oh, it's a mouse. It's a mouse. <laughs> you're Hulk riding Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> <laughs> this, That's so good. So, this standing feels, on a dead Sherlock Holmes. Okay, continue. This feels so familiar. <laughs> Some. I, I challenge anybody to go back and, and go back to the past episodes about the Sherlock oh, special. No, that's Ugh. a hard pass. That's, that that's the only thing worse than this game. All right. <laughs> okay. Uh, this is this this is some kind of weird. You're Hulk riding on Sherlock Holmes, which is also riding on a depressed centaur. I win. <laughs> you got a tower right there. Yeah. 
I win. Oh, that's so good. Mm. All right, let's uh, let's get this timer going, gentlemen. Your time. Lucas, oh. you're first for me. I'll go first. Let's go with Lucas. Your first, time so begins now. All right, so I'm Apache Warrior. They're known for their uh, physical physique and their quick moves, and I'm sure bows and arrows and stuff too. Um, we know that he has to come towards me because Hulk smash, Hulk don't hang back. Um, the second he gets close to me, he's going to come in for the squish. I'm going to duck underneath, give him the old kiss, and he's going to No, you should have said smush. Smush? You mean kiss? He said, he said squish, and then you should have said smush. Ah, Yes. The squish and the smush, and done. That's all I need to say. That's my plan. Well, that's good because your time is now up. Okay. All right, uh, Matt, are you ready? I'm ready. Your time begins now. Okay, I am uh, the Hulk, which means dynamite has no effect on me whatsoever. Not only am I the Hulk, but I'm riding Sherlock Holmes, so I am brawn and brains, brains and brawn. <laughs> Not only that, but I'm also riding on a depressed centaur, <laughs> and that centaur. Just doesn't care if he lives anymore. And so he is just completely <laughs> kamikaze straight in towards you. Hulk smash you every which way. You want it in the lips? I'll give it to you in the lips. <laughs> wow. Went with time to spare. Look at that. All, All right. right. People vote. If anyone's watching, um, we're here and we need you to vote. Kiss Brilliant death. and brawny, Scott Layton. So- so yes. Hulk, I just liked it, Matt's character so much. Yeah, yeah, it's, that, that was, was a good one. <laughs> that was hard to beat. Oh, he's back on board a super fight. Yeah, I'm not. I hate the game. Uh, anybody out there want to let us know what you think? Who's winning this Scott, one? Is it Hulk or, or is it is it the Warrior? Hulk or Warrior, Hulk folks? Warrior. Um, as soon as we get that squat T-shirt made, we need to get a Hulk riding Sherlock Holmes riding a depressed centaur T-shirt <laughs> made. A, yeah, the tall T-shirt. Also, I do want to say we've lost six viewers since we started this game. So yeah, <laughs> and nobody wants to vote. All right, so all right, you guys got to pick. Was it me or Lucas? Well, it was you. All right, I, I concede. <laughs> and Scott's going Stop with the smart, over. emotional tower of Hulk. Yeah, see, I like it. Here's I guess the problem though. I don't know I what else. Us. To talk about who am I? Who am I going against, Brad? Now you're going against me. The moose that can hold my breath forever, which shoots glitter, and we also draw one last card. Mm-hmm. Uh, here oh, we. Oh, okay. So you keep your original thing. Keep your original thing. That's and, a time saver. And here we go. Uh, I am this over with. three stories tall. Oh, there you go. Me too. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. <laughs> what? And you, Matt? <laughs> can't, can't. What a what a bipolar mess you are. Can't, can't stop, stop laughing. <laughs> Yeah. Depressed and can't stop laughing. Hey, That's mom. Oh, I am the full spectrum of. Yeah, you have full range <laughs> of emotion. Uh, and your time, <laughs> Mr. Hulk, begins now. Well, I really can't do much different what I said. Um, I'm still on the centaur. The centaur is just straight out, wanting to fight, ready to go. Uh, the Hulk is very intimidating looking, but you're thrown off because of his constant laughter, which makes you think, is he a monster? Is he nice? Is he not nice? He draws the moose in because you think he's nice. Yet he still Hulk smashes you. Uh, not to mention Sherlock Holmes uh, is the guy who knows everything there is to know about Moose and uh, tells the Hulk, here's his weak spot. Go ahead, get him. All right, that was your time. Nice job. Uh, and so what I'm going to do, Matt, because you can't stop laughing and I can hold my breath forever, I'm taking this glitter moose and we're going deep into the water and we're going down under. Because you can't stop laughing, all you do is inhale water. And <laughs> I don't know how tough the Hulk is, but I'm pretty sure that you can't survive drowning. You assumed I followed you. I didn't follow you. Well, Go then how are you going to defeat rebut. me? You I'm, can't rebut. You, you, there's no rebuttal. And, mm. and just because I can, I shoot some glitter in your eyes. Boom. Moose. <laughs> Wet glitter. Uh, For for my vote, uh, three-story moose is pretty intimidating, but I got to give it to the Hulk because he's still the Hulk and he's got a lot of stuff going on inside. I'm sorry. I I think three-story moose would have won a lot of fights, but... I, that's a tough Brad one. didn't even utilize the three stories of moose. I didn't need the three no. stories of moose. The three stories of moose <laughs> helped did. me sink farther no, under the you water. Needed, you needed the three stories. <laughs> what What would you have done with a three story moose, Matt? Look the Hulk right in the eye. And okay. <laughs> Those little back kicks. Like that. No, my centaur's uh, kicking you in the shin. <laughs> Good grief. Let's move. Let's move on. Matthew, All congratulations right. on the win. Thanks. Do I get to say, does the winner get to choose that we never play the game again? Hard to say what the winner gets. Um, can we just, can we all agree never to open the show with this again? W- the, the, winner gets to, the winner gets to do the next segment. Go on, Matt. There we go. I'm not ready. Take the spoils of victory. All right. Very good. Well, let's, uh, let's catch up. What's going on, everybody? We had a pretty good week. 
a week something in uh, isolation and uh yeah six. we're doing, week we're doing six. pretty doing pretty good here eh? i d- have you guys started to find that this is we're, we're getting to be okay with the current state of everything yeah, it feels pretty normal. Like I miss going out to see friends and stuff, but I'm kind of naturally a homebody anyway. So it's been yeah. pretty good so far. Yeah. Brad, are you kind of yeah. adjusting? No, I've developed an eye tick. That's why I'm wearing glasses. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, Andrew, how about yourself? I'm good. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, 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 probably, I'm probably liking it too much. Like, yeah, well, that's probably me a lot of people that will be mad at me. Here's Well, and that's why. So this is the thing. I understand the extreme measures, and I, I, I do understand the mental health piece that it is having on a lot of people. But I, if I'm being honest, I found today is that whenever, whenever they said in here for New Brunswick anyway, that we could potentially be opening things up a little bit, a little bit in May, I was kind of like, oh, that soon? <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I'm just kind of find I'm getting used to this, and there's still well, going to be a ton to go of back restrictions. to real life. Hold well, up. yes and no, though. There's still going to be a ton of restrictions, but it's just going to be getting used to something else again that's yeah, a little yeah. different. Do but your like, do your children? Oh, you're still going to work though, right? That's exactly <laughs> right. I so I still have the social aspect of work, and I'm still yeah. getting out of the house. So that is one thing that I have going for me that I realize a lot of people don't. They're yeah, kind of creeped up. Nice. Yeah. Hmm. But uh, yeah, I'm kind of at that point for that. So, but hmm. anyway, we'll keep, uh, keep watching. But uh, Lucas, tell us about your week, man. Well, just sorry. One thing to your point is I know the second they say like, it's over. I'm like, Ooh, I'm going to feel like I, I missed out on some opportunity. Like, Oh, I should have learned a new language. Not really a new language. I should have read more books or done something better than I'll, I feel like I had wasted my time, but although I, I'm doing all right. Uh, I'd, actually okay, seen so- a, I'd actually seen a thing on that though, Lucas, where they were saying like, don't do that. Like, don't set yourself up by saying like, oh, I should have learned a new language. Or like, oh, I should have set a goal of this. I should. They're like, you've got enough change and stress going on in your life. You don't need to add another disappointment. I don't know. That seems pretty weak to me. Like, listen, just self-care. Just take care of yourself. That's all you need to worry That's about. That's important. You, you just oh, sit in front of the TV and watch right Netflix, Netflix you talk about it. You, for 10 hours. Ugh. Like, that... That is they what I hear when I hear those you, things. And I get it. Like, like if you, I was allowed to call you the name, I'd I want to call you. I'd call you, but then I'd get a glare from Brad. But the but the I whole thing is it. this, is that's not what they're saying. And it just, it, you have no idea how much it grinds me, the fact that you're just like, oh, self-care, self-care. You, tell us about your week. <laughs> All right. Well, um, so, so we I'm starting to learn a new language. Great restraint, Matt. Great restraint. Good job, Matt. Can't even tell. It's like a Vulcan. So... I, we're putting up the kids' uh, trampoline, and of course, like every year, we seem to be missing one bolt to get the whole thing up and running. So I have to go in and get a bolt. And so I head into this. I head into Canadian Tire. They're like, "You know what? You're getting one." Yeah, I'm getting a bolt. So I get in, get out, and then on the way out, I like, you know, I picked up like a couple things on the way out, and I saw, you know, like this sweet badminton set. So I picked that up because we've been talking about it. Only essentials, right? Only yeah, essentials. Like, I can't, I'm picking up with you again. And then, you went out to the store for a bowl. And then, I'm, and then I go to the dollar store to pick up a few like foodstuffs. And by the end of it, my going in for a $2 bolt cost me a hundred bucks by the time all is said and done. Cause I'm like, well, I'm out and I almost never get to go out. So I might as well, who knows the next time it'll be in a dollar store and I'm picking up junk for the kids and snacks from Melissa and for whatever. The kids. Yeah, for the kid. No, it mostly was. Um, the only thing I bought for myself was this cool little adapter that if you have a car that's too old and crappy to have Bluetooth, but you do have an aux in, you plug it in, it gives you a free Bluetooth. So how much dri- you how much driving you do in the yeah, dollar store? Yeah, it's oh, wow. great. Uh, anyway, it's, 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 the only issue was when I was at the dollar store, I'm like kind of going up the aisle and I look up, and this lady's kind of giving me the stare. I'm like, okay, I'll keep going, and I. I had to go because, you know, it's always tricky when you're in the aisle trying to pass somebody. Right. Because like, do they care? I know I don't care. Do they care? Um, anyway, I took a step towards you. She goes, you're going the wrong direction. And I looked down and there's arrows on the floor, which I Good. know there is for Superstore and stuff. I didn't realize there was in like because there's not a Costco. There's not at some places. And I was like, oh, yeah, sorry. So she put me in my place and I had to. Uh. I'm calling the cops on you for a lot of reasons. The rest of the day. Apparently, the RCMP has had like 500 calls of people uh, calling on people who are not doing the right thing. They said Uh, it slowed down the last couple of days, though. Yeah, which, I mean, it's fine. Like, obviously, I shouldn't have been called the cops, and I didn't realize it wasn't like, I'm going whatever way I want. I just didn't realize there was a system. But it's always tricky at the grocery store when you're going down, when you're going the right way with the arrows and someone just parked there like mm, reading the labels, seeing how much sodium's in their thing. You're like, ah, oh, like, do I just stand here like a dummy or do I go around them or, or like, do I just tap my cart so they know I'm here or like that whole social thing? Usually I just wait for a couple seconds 
and then bomb around them and hold my breath. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that's my plan. So that's what I've been Pretty up to. Spent a hundred bucks getting a bolt and uh, I might be on some kind of a watch list. Uh, next. <laughs> uh, yeah, Brad, tell, actually on the whole trampoline thing, I had a big discussion at work yesterday about how unsafe <laughs> trampolines are and how children shouldn't have them, but that's for another show. Matt, let's hold on. Okay. Should we save it or should we talk about the backyard trampoline wrestling at Matt, oh, Co- yeah, Matt, Calder, like, Matt Collier's? That might be what's wrong with my shoulder today. Well, that's wrong with my eye today. Anyway, yeah. Matt and I have we'll a, had, another time. had a long history of trampoline stuff. Uh, my week's been pretty good, pretty uneventful. Uh, it feels like sometimes the days are long and the weeks just seem to fly by. Um, but this week, Harmony, at the beginning of the week, well, sorry, since we met last, she wanted to do a no junk food challenge where she wouldn't have junk food for a whole week. So we weren't allowed to give her junk food. But her definition she of- She initiated this? She initiated. But what her definition her. of- Well, and only until you realize what her definition of junk food is, because it was pretty oh, okay. fast and loose. And, <laughs> and, and I said that I'd be on board. I said I was well, on board with her. So I said, so Harmony's- I'll, I'll take this trip with you because I should get off of this. But I said, the moment you break, so do I. And um, so that put wait, probably too much pressure on my 10-year-old you daughter. life in your hands. Yeah. What are you going to do with it? So, so, you know, she made it a couple hours and then she goes to the pantry and she pulls out a pack of gummies. And, and she goes, what? These, are, these aren't treats. This is a snack. <laughs> oh. and, and I said, Harmony. Um, there's a difference. There's a difference. Look at, look at the... Look at the ingredients. Now, I learned this week, and, and, and I could be wrong. I didn't fact check this, so I should have. I heard this week that they list ingredients based on their weight. Yeah. Uh, and so, I thought it was, yeah, by most to least. Or right. So the first thing on these gummies is sugar. And, and, and then it lists all these different things. I'm like, the reason you don't want to have chocolate harmony is because of all the sugar. This has more sugar than <laughs> what you're abstaining from over here. Anyway, uh, she decided that it was a snack and that she would have it. And so the moment she broke, so did I. Guys, we didn't make it 24 hours. The other thing, I, but I was willing to go there with her. The other thing is this, and I showed you guys the picture, and I'm going to show it to people, and, and this might have zero traction. I have no idea. But I was driving, again. actually, I was driving, this is a terrible dovetail. I was driving with Harmony from Dairy Queen, and uh, <laughs> celebrate your 24 hours of uh, we made yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. We made it. Uh, um, I brought it was a homework bribe, and so she was getting an ice cream. And on the way back, I saw this on the back of a maritime bus bus, and it said, and I'm showing it on chat right now. It says Santa delivers one day a year. We deliver the other 364 days. And I'm sitting there going, what on earth did Santa do to Maritime Bus to get such shade? Mm. <laughs> weird flex, Maritime Bus. Well, it just, it just <laughs> seemed weird. Like, we were talking briefly before the show. They don't even share the, the same market, right? Like, I don't understand. Can someone explain this branding to me? Why this makes sense? Santa delivers one day a year. We deliver the other. Does Maritime Bus deliver presents, guys? Oh, yeah, yeah. You can See, ship stuff is- through them. I know I kind of referred to this before the show started, but we know how Lucas's family doesn't celebrate Christmas in this traditional way that most joyful families do. Oh, does Maritime like, bring I the presents? Lucas building a political platform based on that. Do you think yeah. that the kids wait at the door for Maritime Bus to come at the candy home, and they wait for the bus driver to come out with with, with all of these? And the go, Amazon man and Lucas goes, "See, kids, Santa only does this one day, but we get this bus driver." 364. <laughs> Count your lucky stars. Okay, Count your lucky stars. I picked the more efficient one. <laughs> anyway, yeah. I just thought it was weird. I thought it was odd branding and I would love to get in. I'd love to be in the room when someone said, hey guys, let's throw Santa under the bus. It, it was the boss's idea and nobody wanted to say no. Um, you like, I can see it being like a little sign you have up around Christmas or whatever. That's kind of fun. But like, it's <laughs> this is end of April. Like, uh, you know, I think they can freshen it up a little bit. Yeah. Well, they're still, they're within their 364 days. <laughs> it's a marathon. That's right. It's probably been on there for like five years. It's Santa that needs to update <laughs> his like, marketing. It did look pretty faded. <laughs> this, this has some play. I don't know why you're in such a rush to get it off the bus. Uh, I just, I just think it's weird and I don't see how the two things go together. And yet this is, this is what they've chosen to, to put on the back. It's the biggest thing on the back of their bus is shade at at Santa Claus. Anyway. I like it. Yeah. 
I couldn't, Harmony asked me, and I'm, this, I'm done, but Harmony asked me, why are you taking a picture of that? And I didn't know how to tell her because I want to riff on this during a podcast. I, I, did, I didn't think that translated. <laughs> she didn't get it, eh? No. Uh, there you go. Well, Melanie, thanks for joining us. Uh, sorry to hear you're uh, in a little bit of distress there. Uh, we'll yeah. be sure to pray for you. But, but Melanie, um, Melanie, know that you have been prayed for. And you, uh, Melanie you is, is part of our Sherwood family and uh, well, been prayed for tonight. And we'll continue to, Melanie. There you go. All right. Very good. Andrew, what's shaking? All right. <laughs> so as uh, I may have mentioned, uh, I bought a, a vehicle a couple of weeks ago. And so I had an extra one lying around. That's what we call and, them. Uh, as, as, as one, one does. does. Extra vehicle. Got an extra uh, car here. So, do with it? and it was pretty much like worthless. Um, but I thought I could maybe sell it for a couple bucks, but I wasn't in any big hurry you know, with all the stuff going on, I wasn't like going to be kajijiing my car or anything. So I've just been sitting in uh, the driveway. Anyways, I'm walking by my neighbor with Oliver and I for a walk and he starts coming over and he's like fishing about the car. And he's like, you sell it? And I'm like, sure. So he's like, I'll buy it. So I, I like it a lot. I don't know. Bad move. Bad move. Bad move. Well, oh, did you sell clunker, it to your neighbor? When that clunker is everything he hoped it isn't everything he hoped it would be. <laughs> um, you live next door to him. Well, it was not a lot of money. He did not pay many dollars for it. <laughs> Anyways, I just was pretty pumped. I w- I've never sold a car because usually I just drive them till they're like garbage and then I send them to the, to the junkyard. Uh, so I was a little nervous about selling it and like somebody having to like go and get it registered and stuff, but yeah. I'm happy it's gone. Good for you, and man. I got, I got some money to buy some some candy, basically. <laughs> oh, you, you sold it. You sold it for that much. You got dollar store money, eh? <laughs> like hundred dollar yeah. door st- dollar store well, money, or a little more, but it was not much. I said, "Listen, like, because I I I was nervous about selling it to a neighbor." I said, "Let's yeah. just under like let's both be clear, like it's As this amount of money, like <laughs> car, like you're paying this amount because it's a crappy car, basically." <laughs> Uh, so anyways, hopefully it works out for him. It'll be he weird to see it like every day though. Well, he didn't <laughs> buy it for himself. He bought it for oh, like his okay. son or something. And I honestly think they might even like, I honestly thought if I had put a for sale sign on it, that they would want it. Cause I always see them working on cars and stuff. Hmm. Uh, you are going to feel some awkward the first time that thing pulls into the neighbor's driveway and it's like, bang. Oh yeah. Or it's on it fire. It pulled out of my driveway like that. <laughs> yeah. But what if you look over it and it's on fire <laughs> in their yard? You're going to feel terrible. Listen, if it makes it a week. Yeah. Hey, off, there you go. We, uh, uh, quick, I, quick load of Tammy there. Tammy, uh, probably related to you somewhere along the line, Brad. Well, there. it has Goral in the name. So called us a couple of PEI celebrities. I used to work with uh, Tammy Goral. And Tammy Goral. I worked with two Tammy Gorals in an office of four people. <laughs> Pretty impressive, eh? Welcome to Prince Edward Island. <laughs> can we can we uh, can we give a quick shout out to uh, to Mike McPhail, who is on Always. our on our behalf promoting us on Twitter? Uh, Why the guy? Yeah, listen, the guy. So, so taking a break from Warzone to so, so Mark Jolliker, who we we all know, Mark. Uh, he he wrote he put this thing out on Twitter. He said, "Anybody out there finding any like Bible scholarly podcasts?" And 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 oh no, and oh Mike, no, <laughs> Bible scholarly. Oh, what is he done? Astray, Mike. 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 No, no, like no, no, Mike no, was no. punking us. Exactly. He's not punking no. us. He's punking everybody else that comes to us. So so Mike Mike puts in Oxford. He 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 puts in at Oxford Holy Club, and then Mark responds, "Oh well, yes, that just goes without saying." Uh, Mark <laughs> yeah, knows right. what that means. Yeah. <laughs> Um, speaking knows. of cars, I do want to throw in the thing. Did I ever tell you guys about the time that I sold a car for like 800 bucks? It wasn't inspected, but he shows up in a taxi and I was like, okay, I guess he doesn't have much of a bargaining position because he needs his car to get home. And he's like, yeah, man. So it's 800 bucks, right? I was like, yeah, 800 bucks, you know, like not inspected, but it, you know, she runs fine. And uh, he's like, okay. And he has a hat full of toonies and loonies. He had about half of it in bills and the rest of it was in like toonies and loonies. Like, um, is do you okay remember this pay? guy's name? I don't. Was his name uh, Doug? Was his name Dougie? I don't know. <laughs> was he from Nova Scotia? He was He was skinny. He was like 20-something or less. Like, he wasn't very old. Okay, no, this isn't Dougie. Okay, so I'm going <laughs> to spin off that. I'm spinning off that story. So Tasha, wow, who's Tasha and Tia. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's mm-hmm. always watching. Okay. Um, 
<laughs> Nathan, oh, this is no, the most spirituality I get all week. That's sad, Nathan. Um, but the um, so Tash and Tia, Tash's dad, he's a Newfoundlander, lives in Halifax. He's a he's an absolute hoot. Um, <laughs> thanks, Tash Natalie. We're so happy we talked about him. She called him up. He called Tasha up one time. This is a couple of years ago, and said, "Tasha, I'm going to buy a van up in I forget if it was Miramichi or Bathurst." She's, he's like, "I want you to come along with me." So they go. She said, "Sure, Dad, pick me up." So he leaves from Halifax, drives up, picks her up, Moncton. They drive up north. They go up, pull up. He looks over the van. They barter for I think for around two thousand dollars, two thousand dollars. And he says, uh, "Okay, Tasha, go to the trunk of the car." He says, "Get my suitcase." He, and there was no, no, it was a giant, um, what kind of bottle was it? Full of toonies. And he paid him in $2,000 in toonies. And Tasha had to count it out because Dougie didn't want to give him one extra toonie. Um, a thousand just, toonies. And so she had to count them all out. She'll be so happy that this story came up on <laughs> um, there. But it was, what was it in? It was in a big, not a milk jug or a, like, like a creamer, water like cooler. A, a cream. It might have been a water cooler jug. Anyway, that that's such a good story. So I think you probably that's sold awesome. a car to a guy named Dougie. <laughs> that's my guess. Oh my word! Uh, what about I'm you, not Matt? the only one who gets paid in tunies. That's right. Awesome. Yeah, I had a good week. Um, again, I'm settled into this whole um, new normal, I guess. Where we're we calling it. But uh, Aaron will probably kill me for this. But this is so. Good. Aaron, here's Aaron's routine. Okay. Oh boy. She, we, we watch TV. She falls asleep on the couch. And then uh, at random times, she wakes up. But I don't know if you guys or your kids or your wives are ever in this like half awake, half asleep state mm-hmm. where you're like coming out of the dream, but you're trying to communicate something from the dream into the real world. Okay. Oh, yeah. So the, a couple of years ago, well, no, actually it'd be four or five years ago, we were in the old house and uh, she was sleeping on the couch. I was sitting on the couch. I was watching a movie. She sat up. She goes, where's the dog? And Trooper, our dog, was sitting like right at her feet. I said, he's right there. We only have one dog. And she goes, no, no, no. The other dog. <laughs> I said, no, well, no, there's one dog. It's Trooper right down there. And she's like, I am so mad at you. You better find that other dog. Right. And it always ends up with, it always ends up with her being mad with me. So two nights ago. Right. I don't even know what time it is. Two thirty, three o'clock in the morning. She wakes me up. Right. Shakes me. And she goes, this is exactly what she said. Why do you have to make toast so loud? <laughs> and I said, what What are you talking about? And instantly I'm like, oh, yeah, this is one of those crazy things, right? <laughs> and I'm just like, what are you talking about? She's like, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And you better put the bread back in the freezer. And so, I, so to which at this point, I'm laughing because I find it comical. And that just fires her up. She is half asleep angry. Like it's just this whole thing. And then of course the next morning, I'm still finding it extremely funny and she's embarrassed by it. And she's like, we're not talking about it. I don't care. It's not as funny as you think it is. So it's become more and more of a common trend with this (laughs) half awake, half asleep, angry at me over some completely abstract thing that doesn't like toast. I'm making toast too loud uh, in the house. You can get a Twitter account or something going for that. Well, that'd be pretty dangerous probably for your Yeah, no, safety. no, no. That's, yeah, that's no good. Uh, yeah. T- uh, Tammy's coming in here. Do you see Tammy. in the chat, Tammy? Um, oh, yeah. She pranked you at work and she babysat me. Babysat you. Oddly yeah. enough, we were both the same age when she was pranking you and babysitting <laughs> me. <laughs> I had a full-time job. You were being babysat. <laughs> <laughs> you were Tammy's part-time job in the evenings. <laughs> oh my word oh good well i'm glad everybody had a good week yeah good yeah yeah good lucas my man are you uh, are you set to go i'm ready well lucas we're gonna toss to you for all right so for potent ponderables today a lot of the time it's kind of you know fun or wacky or whatever and this one is a little bit more on the serious side but um, I'll kind of give you the backstory for it and then we can kind of riff on it a little bit. So, uh, I go on my, my daily, you know, court mandated stroll, you know, for half an hour or whatever. So I try to keep the pounds at bay or whatever. You gotta be a better and, way to uh, say I'm listening that. to my podcast all the time and I'm listening to this one podcast and it's these two guys. They're kind of, they're fairly popular like YouTubers, but they have a, they have a, uh, like a podcast and it's interesting. It's mostly just their daily life and them as friends and stuff like that. And they did this uh, set, this thing called the Lost Years, where basically they talked about how, like, hey, we've been popular for like 10 years or 15 years, 
Uh, and everyone's like, oh, you went from like your jobs to being like professional YouTubers when YouTube first started. How did that happen? And they never really went into details. And then they said, hey, we're going to get into details. And the reason we haven't is because a lot of that was wrapped up in our faith because we used to be evangelical Christians. And we couldn't really get into that without unpacking it like for a long time. Like, you know, it would take a lot. It's, it's too much to get into. So we just haven't. And we weren't, we're not ashamed of it or anything like that. It's, just, it's too hard to get into. But we feel like now is the time. So it was like a four or five part uh, podcast about them talking about like them kind of growing up in the church and kind of discovering faith. And, and like their jobs were was, was they had faith based careers for a couple of years um, and f- before they made this transition to what they're doing now. And basically it was like their deconstruction of their, of their faith, like how they came to faith and then how, and it was kind of interesting at the first part. And then I kind of didn't want to listen to it because I knew it was going to be kind of rough because I knew the ending of the story. It's like watching star Wars, you know how it ends. Um, but, and I knew they were going to, you know, kind of fall away, but I said, no, it's important. I want to listen to this and I want to kind of follow the steps that they followed and see where this all, where the wheels came off this bus of their faith. And it was interesting because they, they went through and they explained kind of their process and when they started having doubts and all this stuff. And it was interesting and like Twitter and a lot of social media stuff really blew up with people reacting to it one way or the other. Um, but it was, I did feel like it was interesting because even though they both basically went on the same journey, I feel like the reason they left their faith was different for both of them. And I guess the, and I'll get into kind of the why of that in a little bit, but I thought I'd throw it out to you guys when you guys know people, and I'm sure we've all known people who who had a faith and had kind of, you know, a walk with the Lord and then turned away and, you know, kind of lost their faith. And, and it's interesting because these two guys, they said at the end, they said, listen, we used to be Christians. We know what you're going to say because it's going to make you feel better to say we were never really Christians in the first place. We were just kind of faking it. And that's, we, you know, we didn't have a faith, so we had nothing to lose. Was, they said, like, no, no, we really did have a faith. We really did believe it. We really did pray. We really did do all that stuff, and we've walked away. So they said, like, don't just don't just say, oh, they didn't really have faith. So that was their kind of caveat. That's the big thing they wanted people to kind of understand. But p- thinking of people in your life, w- without obviously getting into details of who and all that stuff, but what do you think draws people who have an active faith, not like they grew up in the church and then just never really signed on when they got older, but like had an active, vibrant faith and then walked away. What are the things that are pulling them away from the faith in your experience? I, uh, I tossed that question up just in chat too, Lucas, for people Great. Um, if they wanted to participate in the conversation that way. Yeah. I, I, again, I don't think the three of us, other than like the other three of us, you guys haven't listened to this podcast, right? No. So we're not going to speak much in context of that part. So what I would say though, is this, I find it interesting that these two, because they were even close, they were close as, as teenagers, close in young adults and best friends very close is like now. elementary school. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And so I, my thing is this, is that there's no one, there's no one reason that's ever going to paint the picture for anybody um, as far as why they walk away. Um, and so for me, I think, and in my experience of seeing people influence has a ton, a ton of impact on the, the direction a person goes. I would mm. be interested to know. We'll never know. Of course. Um, if both would have walked away, had they separated paths, went different paths at different mm-hmm. times in their life, you know, mm-hmm. did one make it easier for the other? Though they may be giving different reasons for justifying their walking away, mm-hmm. but would the influence have been there? Maybe, or maybe they would have both landed in the same position. I don't know. Um, but I know looking at uh, folks that I've known who, you know, were were strong Christian folks, you know, and and uh, from all appearances, walk the walk. And I mean, that's the other thing. It's from all appearances. We don't, right. we're on the outside. Yeah. Um, but it, a lot of times it's, okay, what was the influence with, around that individual? Mm-hmm. And were they ones that were going to continue to strengthen them and to lead them? And, or are they ones that are going to entice and pull away? And, and I'm not saying, you know, it's, it's, it's that whole, you know, be in the world, not of the world kind of stuff. And so yep. mm-hmm. I think influence is a major, major impact in uh, yeah. all of that. Yeah. You know, it's oh, the, I was thinking, oh. no, no, the, the scripture, you know, don't be conceived, don't be deceived. Uh, bad character corrupts good morals. Yep. Like, and, and I'm not, I, I'm not trying to cast any dispersions or anything like that, but who right. we hang out with and, and that matters. It really does. The, like Matt, you really summed it up. Well, the influences that we have, um, they do affect us 
anyway, Andrew, I have some other thoughts because I know who and or who Lucas is talking about and have some experience listening to them. Um, mm-hmm. But Andrew, go ahead, my man. So I think for a lot of people, uh, and we've touched on this before, and I don't want to get into the whole like we've talked about, you know, uh, young adults and, and teenagers and and the faith that they have, and it's almost an easier faith. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms Especially of if you have like, a, like a cluster of your own friends. And yeah. Stuff. There's like experiences and, and things like that, that almost fuel that. And a lot, I find that, you know, people get to that point in their life where it becomes work. It's more than just, you know, singing some songs uh, with a group of people or whatever, you know, there's, there's, there's work to, to your faith to, to continue mm-hmm. to grow, to take that time and people get busy uh, and it gets low on the priority list and lower and lower. Uh, and I mean, that's not everyone's story, but I think that's a big thing is, you know, for a lot of people, they just get busy and it's not as easy to have that faith or to feel close to God. And, and so they just kind of bump it down until it's not there anymore. And I wonder how many people get busy doing good things. Hmm. It's not like they're getting busy doing evil they're, yeah, yeah, and and you, yeah, you, and I mean, I I think too we need to be careful. I, I I agree, and I know what you're saying, Andrew, but we don't want it to make. I don't want it to come across for those who, uh, and maybe at one point were believers or and followers that it's coming across like we're saying like, oh, you're just lazy, you're just lazy. Oh, that's no, not that's, that's not, not what's being said. Yeah, but instead, you know, and and the other thing I'll caution with too. Um, because I've seen there's a couple of comments on the whole hypocrisy thing is mm. I, that's never one that's floated for me. I mean, because the truth is we are Christians are they're hypocrites, you know, and then other people will say like, oh, yeah, but everyone's a hypocrite. You know, the Christians always say, well, everybody's a hypocrite. Yeah, yeah, yeah but we're called to something higher. So, you know, let's not mm. allow ourselves to be excused because, oh, everybody does it. But the other part of it, too, is and this is my take that as Christians, we need to be very careful of is that people's faith evolves. People's faith, it, it goes in ebb and flow and it mm-hmm. changes. And we got to be so guarded to see. Now, we're in a unique situation, Lucas, where these guys are directly saying, this is where we were, are, or were, yeah. this is where we are. That's clear. But yeah. we've got to be so careful that when we're looking at other people, like, and this, man, you hear this all the time, you know, and I used to get it all the time with the old people, like, oh, I'd love for you to hang out with so-and-so, you know. Oh, hey, I'd love for you to hang out with Bradley a little bit. He needs a good influence, you know, that kind of stuff. (laughs) That that never, never (laughs) happened. Yeah. And so, but this whole idea, right, of like, okay, you know what, maybe they're not hitting whatever standard is you've got pictured Hmm. in your head. And maybe, you know what I mean? But that's, for us, don't jump to the conclusions like, oh, damnation, they're done like this as they've walked away. You know, there is this evolution in people's faith and growth. And and there has to be times of questioning and there has to be times of, yeah. I'll even say doubt, in order for there to be mm-hmm. growth to come through and to be uh, to be actually be uh, genuine in a person's life. And so we got to be careful not to discount or cut people out when we're doing that, because when we do that, we offend them, which then puts us in a whole of uh, a whole yeah. gap in the relational piece, which is so critical. And so um, people grow. I mean, and we can bring it back to everything we've talked about for the last three months about this cycle that even Israel went through it. God's chosen people would go, you know, victory, 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 win, 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 praise God, praise God, praise God. God, what are you doing? You're the worst. Send us back to slavery, blah, mm-hmm. you know, and it, there's this, this change that happens in people's lives. And um, hmm. we just need to be careful not to say, oh, look what they've done. This is their finish line. You know what I mean? Oh, well, no, no, yeah. no. You know, and so that's that's something I'm not saying us for because we're much smarter than that. But the <laughs> idea of Christians in general, we got to be careful not to quickly judge, jump to judgment and saying, like, oh, no, 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 like this is this is terrible. He's supposed he's so far fallen away. What are we going to do? Well, mm. You pray for him and you give him time. You know, well, you I think uh, I think too is you know, especially if it's a friend or someone you you're close to, like. What is, you know, what's your relationship based on? Is it purely based on the fact that you're both believers, you know, and since they're walking away, you're walking away from them? Or is it, you know, there has to be that, you you have to be a friend to them no matter what, Mm. even if they don't Mm. believe exactly what you believe. And you have to be careful not to base your friendships on, Oh, we're both Christians, best buddies. Mm-hmm. You know, there has to be more to more to it than mm-hmm. that. So that if stuff like this happens, 
you know, you're able to support them and love them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's, and that's one side of it. I kind of sidetracked us a little bit because what we're actually talking about is people who have made the statement, oh yeah, I was a Christian, but now I've walked away. Mm-hmm. You know, that's kind of what the yeah. direction was of that podcast. And so there are people who have just flat out said, you know, this is, it wasn't, and you can hear anything that wasn't for me. Oh, I just didn't believe God wasn't real for me. He didn't show up. And there's all kinds of reasons why, but it doesn't make it any more or less or more real for them. The experience they've had and we got to be okay with just saying, I don't have the answer for that. I don't know what. Well, and the reality is their perception of, of, of their experience is their reality, whether it's true or not. So people that say that they just didn't feel God, well, whether, whether you feel God or not doesn't mean that God's not real. But for them, their perception was their reality. And so they're, they're responding to all that they know. Matt, you made a really good point. <clears throat> you made two good points. Well, you've made good points, but... Two that jumped out to me. And one, uh, Lucas, when you initially started the conversation about bringing this to the podcast, uh, I really appreciated something that you said was that the story's not over for these guys. Yeah. Right? Like th- this is a point in their journey and and it's it's not done. The book's not closed for them. Mm. Um, maybe they'll watch this. Maybe. <laughs> and and then Matt, you talked about questions, and my pastor today said, um, "Without questions, there aren't answers." And mm. and so, yeah, of course, we need to ask questions and we need to search things out. In fact, Scripture tells us to work out our own salvation with fear and trembling. That that means not just taking everything at face value. That means asking hard questions, testing the spirits. Right? Like mm. we we need to, we have to. Um, in relation to these guys they made a very blunt statement. I used to believe and now I don't. One of them only, and I, you know what? I'm, I'm not even sure how comfortable I am talking about what I thought I was going to talk about because I don't want to dare make it seem like I'm casting any kind of judgment. And then can but, I just jump in real quick? Because I, I want to do the second part of my my thing and it might play into what you're going to say. Is when I The reason why I thought that the, this question was kind of compelling is because when I looked at them, I noticed that, like I said, they kind of had two reasons and I don't mean like a specific thing, but like a broad category. And I know personally someone who who's kind of walked away from the faith and doesn't really profess it anymore uh, in the last few years. And he definitely falls into this one category. And I'll give you the, their two categories. And you let me know if you think that basically most of the people who walk away from faith fall into these categories, even though the, the minutiae is probably different, but the, the broad reasons, the first one um who, and you talked about there being a leader and a follower and influence, the leader of the two friends, um, and definitely would be the, the leader of the two. Um, he reasoned his way out of faith. And that's exactly and he, where I was going. Yeah. And he basically, he like, he had some doubts and he read some, you know, some, his, his was very much about like the science of stuff and the history of stuff. And, and, you know, he starts reading into this, reading into that, and he kind of shakes his faith. And then, and, and he kind of re and it's funny because I've seen people that, and it's not that you can't, have reason and faith. There's lots of like evidence and all these kind of things. But if you need to have an answer for every single thing, and if your faith is based on having all the answers, you're always going to struggle. And I think that's what this guy was. He's a very analytical kind of brain, like the opposite of what mine would be. Well, and, and Lucas, if, if I can, don't lose your th- do. don't lose your train of thought. One of the reasons that this irked me a little bit was because a comment he made one time in in one of their shows was that, and he and it it was a candid conversation between the two of them. He feels that he is in like the 10% of intelligent people, that he is yeah. more intelligent than the average person. And the moment I heard that, I'm like, I'm done with, I'm, I, it kind of comes that, across that, when he's talking. I, I like him. He's, he's funny, but he definitely thinks he's the smartest person in the room, which you're, it's not hard to find those people. Um, especially if your room's small. Uh, and the other guy, so that one category is the one who kind of reasoned their way out of faith. Like if they don't have every little answer, figured out. Um, and it's funny though, because he said people were constantly sending, cause this was a multi-week thing and people were sending him all these like links and articles. He's like, listen, I'm not going to read all those. He goes for every answer. There's a Christian answer. Then there's like an atheist answer. And he goes, so blah, blah, blah. I was like, yeah, but you listen to enough atheist answers to get yourself out of faith. Why well, can't anyway, but I get it. There's probably a thousand links being just thrown his way. Anyway, the other guy, um, his, his was not analytical at all. And he said that his was more emotional and his was basically, and his seemed to boil down to, I don't like the disparity between culture and faith 
and I and I feel more comfortable with faith than like I'd rather be I'd rather be with the crowd basically, you know, he, he, facing the wrong direction. He and, chose culture they, over they, faith. Yeah, he chose culture over faith, and he talked about the fact that they moved to L.A. and they talked about how at, at L.A. like it was a whole different kettle of fish than what they were used to, and on top of that, even the churches were a whole different kettle of fish than they were used to. Um, and it, and it, it kind of led them down this way. And they said, well, basically anytime the culture doesn't agree with religion, it makes me feel icky about religion and about my faith. And I was like, yeah, well, uh, you know, they, so that, so one of them was very like the mind led him away. One of them, the heart led him away. And I kind of wonder if that's kind of where most people would fall into broadly into those buckets, even though the details, um, because I know of, of the people I've thought of who've walked away from faith, it was usually one or the other. Like it's either, oh, it's so against the culture and I, and I don't like that. I want to be with the culture. Essentially, they wouldn't say it that way, but that's what it is. Some of them would say that. And then the other half is like, I don't have every little answer figured out. How can this be? If that is this and blah, 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 then I can't believe it. Right. So, uh, so those are the two kind of buckets. What do you guys think about my, my two buckets theory? Yeah. Okay. I mean, there's, yeah, there's two, there's more than two, but those are right. two good ones. I mean, and those would probably be really common. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, they're both influence. Um, yeah. what you're talking about. But again, then there's then there are times where people have experienced genuine hurt um, yeah. and they've attached too much of church to relationship with Christ. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and then I can even, you can even take it as far as um, difference of opinion or difference of belief based on uh, what people read in the scriptures or what their influences again are, where they'll look at a church and they'll say, okay, hey, um, you know what? I, I don't believe that we should be treating this group of people this way. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. therefore I don't fit in this church. And maybe you don't find a church, especially in little conservative Atlantic Canada. I don't right. find a church that's accepting of this, this, or this. Mm-hmm. And then they find, well, it's, if it's this or nothing, it's nothing. You know what I mean? Because they're choosing again, maybe even what they believe is what they're, truth is uh, i hate saying that but um but like that idea of this is what they believe to be true or this is what they believe to be sin not sin whatever you want to look at there and their option is to either stay at this place or do nothing that or go nowhere then maybe it's nowhere i, I like your i like your thing about the another bucket being hurt it's what's funny because i didn't think of that one even though that's probably a really big one that's a huge it's funny because these guys Pardon? No, sorry. It's it's a huge one, and yeah. and more and it happens so often that people throw the baby out with the bathwater. To use that analogy, mm-hmm. they get hurt by the church, which is people, and so they toss Jesus right out the door, mm-hmm. and the relationship with him. When and and it, you know we talked with the Israelites a little bit. You look back at the the story of the Israelites um, when when one of their leaders would die or one of the judges would die. Uh, there'd be a period where they were following. When they had the leadership in place, they were following. Mm-hmm. And when that leader would die, Israel would go back into idolatry. And, mm-hmm. and, and, and just to the point of, of what the importance of influence and how, how important that is. Anyway... Um, it's funny though, because in their videos and their in their podcasts, they actually said, like, "Listen, they actually mentioned that they said, listen, a lot of people have been hurt by the church. We're not one of them.' <laughs> he's, it's like he's like we're as straight white guys. We have it pretty well made in the church." And, and they talked about the fact that um, what is it where they were saying? And they basically said, like, "Listen, us being millionaires, essentially, if it wasn't for the church and everything they invested in us and the opportunities they gave us, this." would never have happened. Like they were really, they were, especially the first part, they were very congenial about it. They weren't, sometimes when people get really jaded, um, but they weren't like, they were very, like they spoke really highly of a lot of the people they, they interacted with. And like they, they basically said they had nothing but good things to say about the church kind of until they were done with them. And then they moved to the next level. And there was a bit of that in there. Mm. Um, and, and the whole time I was listening, I was trying to kind of kind of suss out some of the things that weren't being said. And anyway, I found it really interesting. It was hard at times to do, to listen to that. Um, but it was, it was an interesting kind of um, interesting exercise for me anyway. And it's funny so, because our last, our last week at church, um, we actually, our, our pastor, John Simons talked about doubt and what a normal thing that is. And he, and he had a bunch of awesome kick, butt uh, CS Lewis quotes. And one of them was, he said, um, 
he goes, you know, I, I have a faith. He goes, in my in, in my kind of dark moments, sometimes I doubt my faith. He goes, but when I was an atheist in my dark moments, sometimes I doubted my atheism. <laughs> so, so he goes, everyone has doubts all the time. Sorry, Matt, I, I stepped on you there. No, that was a good quote. I was just glad it wasn't a Dave Ramsey quote for a change. <laughs> he, um, and Matt's, Gary, bringing, Matt's bringing us out. Uh, well, Gary, whole, uh, Gary's got a good thing going there he, with the whole idea of what it is. Head hurt, head, heart, and hurt Ooh, other things. Yeah. I would even add one more to it because I love alliteration. You better start with H. Hustle. The head hurt, heart, and hustle. And the idea of that some churches just are not headed in the right direction and they're hustling people, whether it's because their right. motives are wrong or because right. they're and I mean that's that's the reality. Like, and I'm not yeah. I'm not here judging this specific church or that specific church, but I'm saying like crack a Bible. If your pastor has a jet, dot, yeah, dot, dot. crack oh. a Bible. Tell me where <laughs> that's in there. You know what I mean? And so in the in the good book of uh, alliteration, it is head, heart, hurt, and hustle. That is why people walk away from the faith. Let, let me toss this out to you. Um, and it was Gary that that put it in my mind. Um, and he was talking, he talked early on about this and mentioned it again. Thank you, Gary. It's free will. And yep. Deuteronomy 30, 19, this just came. Um, Deuteronomy 30, 19, ESV. I call heaven and earth to witness against you today that I have set before you life and death, blessing and curse. Therefore, choose life. And you can continue to reading, but we have every one of us, them included, doesn't matter how famous you are, how much money you have or how little you have. Every one of us, equal playing field. God has set before us today, life and death, blessing and curse, choose life. Mm. When, even when you don't have the answers, when it doesn't sometimes make sense, when it doesn't feel like you want to, choose life. Mm. I think one thing I heard a pastor say one time that actually was kind of nice. And I thought, you know, you know, if you're doing everything right, like you can almost guarantee that people will go the right way, which is foolish to think. But I heard a pastor one time say, Judas had the world's best pastor, the world's best coach, the world's best, whatever. And he walked away. He saw every miracle he saw, you know, he did, he spent time with Jesus and he walked away. So like, there's no, it doesn't matter how good the experience or the relationships are. Uh, everyone has to make up their own mind. And, and I guess, you know, you can even see it in person and it not be enough. Yeah. Yeah. Good deal. That's yeah. Right. I, I think, um, I think we just smorped. Yeah. We smorped that. I'm yeah, good with I think that. So. Smorped yeah. that. Um, Matt, do you feel like you've got time to oh, absolutely ladies and gentlemen, oh, wait, 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 sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, Matt. I, I don't want to take up too much time, but I do want to thank Gary. And if you've been, if anyone's been yeah. watching and seeing Gary in the chat, if you want to actually see Gary on, on screen, I'm not trying to plug a service or another podcast, but the Sherwood Nazarene church of which I'm a pastor, Gary's joint. Hey, 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 Gary's joining us. Uh, this Sunday on our on our for our Sunday service, which is like in a podcast form, just like this. So, if you'd like to see more of what Gary has to say, then uh, then please join us 10 a.m. Sherwood Church of the Nazarene. Guys, Gary, so help me if your sermon title is Head, Heart, Hurt, and Hustle. <laughs> I expect whatever whatever check in the Church mail is paying you. I want commission on that. <laughs> All right, let's toss to Matt. Well, Wh ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of. Ah, what a smooth transition. All right, here we go. So, gentlemen, uh, welcome to another game of sports and star stuff. This is the game of Balderdash, or Barberdash, as we like to call it, yes. where you are going to get a term, uh, and it might be about sports, it might be about stars. You four, you three have to submit what you think your guess is to me over nice Messenger, cover. please. I will read off those though the, the real answer, your three, plus one that I've made up, and then we will vote to see who gets the correct. I want to uh, keep my streak alive. All right. Yes, Lucas. I'm just going to use should, my one from last week. I should keep a tally board here of points. That's so a great that idea, get, Matt. You get one for mm -hmm. guessing right and one for everybody that guesses yours. But um, well, I'd love to. Don't Google it. Don't be a stinker and go Googling it. But I sure would love to uh, have some guesses in the uh, in the uh, chat. So are you ready? Yes, sir. All right. Ready. Here is your word for today. Blitzer. Wait. The, the reindeer? Blitzer. An A-R at the end? Blitzer. B-L-I-T. Oh. Gary, we'll talk about that while these guys are giving their answers. Gary, watch the new Jordan documentary. Okay. Hey, how do you spell it? Blitzer. It is B-L-I-T-Z-A-R. Blitzer. Would you like it in a sentence? 
<laughs> no, because your sure, sentence is so good. Look sure. at that Blitzar. Hey, over that there, was it's the a Blitzar. Best blitzar yep. I've ever seen. Yeah, of course it was. <laughs> Have you ever seen a Blitzar go that far? That rhymes. <laughs> All right, Bradley, start my music. Oh, thank you, Matt. Yes, Gary. Uh, I started watching the uh, Michael Jordan documentary. Um, uh, the thing that blew my mind the most was the whole Scotty Pippen stop, stuff. Stop talking. I don't know if you've gotten there yet. <laughs> Can't uh, focus. Sorry. ADHD. Blitzer. ADHD. Blitzer. Blitzer. That is the biggest Blitzer I've ever seen. B L I T Z A R. Blitzer. Oh, shoot, I'm on screen. I forgot about that. I have submitted one. Blitzer. How many Blitzers have you seen in your life? Let's see, there's Comet, Cupid, Blitzer. 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 <laughs> Yep, thanks, Matt. <laughs> What's the I word? can't believe that that just blitzard. Oh, well, there, I okay. just made it a verb. I just made it a verb. <laughs> that changes everything. Yeah. <laughs> all right, we've got all the answers in. Uh, I don't see any votes, though. Or any no uh, votes guesses. Yet. No, nobody for guesses. Here we are. All right, welcome. This is Blitzar. Do you need it in a sentence one more time? No. Or, do you have all not. All right. Here we go. Blitzar. Are you ready for this? Blitzer. When a large star explodes and it becomes a black hole. Uh, Blitzer. When an asteroid passes through a quasar and shatters into fragments. I think you Blitzer. mispronounced quasar. Quasar. Like queso. Uh, a, a series <laughs> of shooting stars that is followed up with a large flash. Blitzer is a football term. When the opposing team defend against a coordinated blitz play and intercept the ball, or blitz are when multiple players on the offensive line of a football team rush at the quarterback. All right, one more time, and then I want to see your votes. Blitz are when multiple players on the offensive line of a football team rush at the quarterback. Blitz are a series of shooting stars that is followed up with a large flash. Blitz are when an asteroid passes through a queso and shatters into Quasar. fragments. <laughs> Blitzer. Football Quasar. term when the opposing team defend against a coordinated blitz play and intercept the ball or a blitzer when a large star explodes and it becomes a black hole. What are your answers? I'm going with the offensive lineman uh, football one. Okay. Brad, Bradley votes for the Offensive line football team. Uh, I feel like uh, I'm just hoping that blitz is not short for blitzer, but I'm going to go with the one where they stop a blitz football. They one. Stop a blitz. Okay. Yeah. Very good. So the other football one. Very good. Andrew, your answer, please. Mm. <laughs> that star queso one. Mm. Queso t- sounds queso good right now. Geez. I'm going to go. I was in Arizona this there a couple months ago, a month ago <sighs> and ordered queso. Their queso is a lot hotter than our queso. Let me tell you that. Andrew, what are you doing? He, you Googling, well, he's Andrew? talking about queso. <laughs> okay, what's your guess, Andrew? Quick. I'm going the same as Lucas. Okay, hold on. Matt, before you do the answers, the one about the black hole, that's not mine, but it's one of yours. And what you're, what you're thinking of is actually called a supernova. Okay, very good. Uh, Mike McPhail asks, uh, has Brad ever watched any sport? No. No, not at all. You can tell just by the look of them. No. All right, here we go. Bradley, yes, sir. you chose when multiple players in the offensive line of a football team rush at the quarterback. Yes, I did. That was my made-up answer. Oh, no! And Lucas, oh, you chose a football team when opposing team defend against a coordinated blitz play and intercept the ball. That is Bradley's answer. No! All right. And Andrew, you chose the Same as me, didn't you? queso. Sure, I chose the queso one. Yep. No, I, I said Lucas. Same as Lucas. Oh, that was Bradley's. The correct answer is actually when a large star explodes and it becomes a black No, hole. it's not. That's that's called a supernova, Matt. <laughs> uh, there's multiple ways these things happen, Brad. <laughs> learn a book. Okay, learn a book. All right, learn play me book. out. That has been another successful episode. Wait, hold on. Oh, oh my word. 
start stuff. All right. Good job, guys. You guys all lost. I take umbrage with that. It's called a supernova. I take umbrage. Go look it up, Brad. I don't care. A star I exploding. I just don't care. But then Go look it up. You're, <clears throat> where did you, you get that? You can follow our podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, at Oxford Holy Club. Uh, you can throw up the hashtag OH Club, and we would really love a five-star rating on iTunes. And if you do, we'll read it on the air. Hey, don't leave. we got the after show. That's right. Uh, not only that, but you can send your questions to us at OxfordHolyClub.com. That could be a tiebreaker question. That could just be a spiritual question, uh, anything like that. And uh, maybe we'll answer it or help you break your tie. You can also browse merch on the website, uh, all kinds of merch. Buy it. It's really good. Smooth. Very nice, yeah. <laughs> and we don't pay to advertise. So any growth that we have comes from you sharing us with others. And <laughs> until next time, I thought Slow you had on the buttons, eh? I thought you had more to say. No, like you wrote the script. Don't forget, we have the after show coming up next. Until next Good time, keep spiritually fit and have fun. And have fun. And stay Damn. home. And have fun. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Stay for the home. after show. Now. After glow. Here after we go. Glow. And are we are we doing uh, <laughs> Welcome to the Afterglow.